Welcome back to another episode of Mantras and More. And I want you to join me in welcoming Geraldine Scully. Um, and uh, she has an amazing book club. I met Geraldine um, through a meditation group and I was very, very lucky to, to listen in to her, her speeches and reading out um, segments of, of books, different books that she'd selected um, for the last few weeks and um, I really enjoyed listening to her voice, I really connected with her and I'm really honoured that she's joined us um, on the show today. So welcome Geraldine. Well thank you very much Amy, that's lovely. <laughs> and um, could you give us a little introduction about yourself please? Well basically I'm, uh, I'm a retired, retired ex-civil uh, servant and I've travelled all over the world I live actually in Belgium and uh, I've lived here for many, many years, over 34 years now. Amazing. So, but I am a Brit, um, but I was born in Asia. So I was born in Singapore and left there when I was a child and came went to live in the UK, grew up in the UK and then my job brought me here and I've been here ever since. I'm a mother, I'm a grandmother and uh, so many other things that we women are um, as we go through life. So now I'm at a phase of my life where things are easy or easier. Uh, they would be if there wasn't, we weren't in the middle of a pandemic, that would be even greater. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but basically now I spend most of my time, I focus on spirituality. And I'm currently on a journey to explore my own spirituality uh, through books, but books written by enlightened authors, mm -hmm. uh, authors who have written some of the most profound and inspiring books on spiritual growth. Uh, personally, I've always felt a need for a spiritual connection to give meaning to my life. Uh, as a child and young adult, I followed conventional religion but I found it raised more questions than it answered. Then I tried liberal discussions on religion, which helped, but appealed mainly to my intellect rather than my soul. Finally, I experienced something that transformed me and woke me up to take responsibility for how I was living my life. So 23 years ago, my father died suddenly. It was an enormous shock to the whole family. And it was when I was standing next to his grave during the burial ceremony, silently saying goodbye to my dad, utterly devastated, that I suddenly felt just for a microsecond, the most incredible feeling of what I can only describe as unconditional love. For that microsecond, I felt light, full of love, full of peace. It was the most incredible sensation. And I've never forgotten it. And it was then that I realized what I truly want on my spiritual journey, to rediscover that feeling and to live with that feeling. So today, not only am I exploring my spirituality through the words of some of the most spiritually aware authors of our times, but I also meditate and chant, 
enjoy sound therapy, practice yoga and Tai Chi, and listen to and share my thoughts and lessons with others. I also still practice my conventional religion because my spiritual exploration has taught me how to separate the wheat from the chaff, the wisdom from the conventions. And I share my spiritual journey with others in the Spiritual Journey Book Club, where each month I review the book of the month and post the audio recording on my YouTube channel. My hope is that this will encourage more people to explore their own spirituality by reading these inspiring books themselves. And also condensing the knowledge and getting the golden nuggets out so that if even if you can't go and sit down and have the time to read that book, like us busy mums don't always get to sit down and go get through books, but still being able to listen and obtain, you know, the seed knowledge from that book through yourself. I mean, sometimes you've read things and they've really just struck me and it's, I've not even had to read the book, but I understood the message of the book, the ethos of the book, what the feeling behind the words and their energy, that even the author's energy. And uh, I thought that that was amazing. So I really um, fell in love with you talking where, um, when you did your last, uh, you did your last presentation. So I'm, I'm pleased that you've come on and spoke about that. And that's amazing that you're shining the torch um, for spirituality and doing it through, you know, making that available on YouTube for everyone to listen to and, and sharing that in, you know, the spiritual book club with not just the meditation group that we're both part of, but but on a worldwide platform as well. And I really hope that that takes off because I think that's of such great benefit, especially in the difficult times that we are at the moment, where a lot of people are doing a lot of soul searching. They're trying to find a deeper meaning behind all of this and behind their lives. I mean, I've been leaning towards that for quite a few years, but this has certainly put a lot of issues in front of my face in the last year that needed dealing with that perhaps weren't being dealt with. And, uh, and spirituality is, uh, I would say it's, it's my anchor to, to my whole life. Um, for me to, yeah, to, for me to be able to discover who I really am and uh, accept who I really am and all of those things. So yeah, I think it's a great thing that you're doing. Well, I think the people I target are essentially those who are like, you know, searching for answers, just like you are, searching for answers to their own problems, people who know there must be more to life than the materialistic. And I think there's more and more of us out there now. This pandemic, if there's one thing it's taught us, is made us realize that we have to go inside to find out what's happening. Mm -hmm. I mean, there are people who love books. There are those who may rarely read or they may even just prefer to listen to podcasts, which is perfect. And that's why I also share the audio recordings because my aim is to raise awareness as to why we suffer the experiences we do in this human existence and to use the power of words, both those of amazing authors and through my own work to inspire and help their outlook on life to change. And I do find that those who read some, if not all of the books I have reviewed so far, discover at least one that truly speaks to them, that inspires them on their own journey. As you said, the golden nuggets and people are 
I see people developing, as I say, in our own meditation group, certain people who are really focusing on the messages that they've received in these books are suddenly opening up and it's a spectacular thing to watch. So for me, that's really what it's all about, is to help people to discover themselves. And sometimes I find, Geraldine, um, we, when reading or when going through books or literature or listening to talks and exposing ourselves and with an open mind, you, you might listen to, there might be two or three messages in, in that particular chapter or in, in that book or in that talk or presentation. But once whatever you need and whatever is required for you at that time, that will leap out at you and you will recognize it when you're ready. And I think that's, you can kind of, as long as you're consciously aware, you know, of your own, of your own energy and your own spirit, where you're trying to head. And then when, when you know, you're guided almost, and you hear these things that that really I I can really relate to certain messages like straight away nothing yet do you know what that made perfect sense and that's what I was you know contemplating or had been mulling over in my mind and sometimes I I try not to overly use my intellect with these things because that's how we were trained is to use our intellect and to actually feel my way through things now rather than think my way through things. Yeah, that's brilliant, because that's really what it's all about. Uh, spirituality is all about recognizing that we're not our egoic mind. We're not our psyche. We're far more than that. Brilliant. So it's, it's everybody comes to this in their own time. Um, I started with books long before I started, share, uh, started the book club. So, and, and it was through certain books um, that I realized that where I was going, they, they helped us guiding me towards along the path I was going. So I thought, well, this is amazing. I can share this with other people if, you know, and I'm really delighted that there are other people who are finding this useful because really that's what it's all about. Um, so the books we read in the Spiritual Journey Book Club are an eclectic mix of classics and bestsellers. Um, the authors, specifically, I've chosen authors from different eras, different cultures with different approaches. Um, and so far we have explored the wisdom of the Toltecs, an ancient Mexican society in the Fifth Agreement by Don Miguel Ruiz and his son Don Jose Ruiz. We've explored the connection with our divine selves by staying in the present moment in the power of now by Eckhart Tolle. The magical wisdom of Khalil Gibran in The Prophet. The spiritual quest of the ancients with the modern search for identity through Joseph Campbell's study of the world's mythologies in The Hero's Journey. The nature of true joy True Joy and How to Attain It by the Dalai Lama and Archbishop Desmond Tutu in the Book of Joy. An easy to understand ABC of the laws that govern our existence as spiritual beings having a human experience in A Little Light on the Spiritual Laws by Diana Cooper. And through yogic philosophies, Michael Allen Singer tells us how to tear down the walls we create 
through our own thoughts and emotions and transcend to unconditional happiness in the untethered soul. And Scott Morgan Peck's experience as a psychiatrist to solve our problems through discipline, love and grace in the road less traveled. And there are still more exciting books that I'm really looking forward to read and review next, such as David R. Hawkins' Power Versus Force, a spiritual classic which builds on the accumulated wisdom of kinesiology to determine what makes people and systems strong, healthy, effective and spiritually sound, where he teaches us how to tell what is true by simply asking our body the question. And the timeless teachings of one of the greatest sages of India, Sri Nisargadatta Maharaj, in the modern spiritual classic, I am that. And just to give your listeners a taste of the wisdom in these books, here is a clear message from Diana Cooper in A Little Light on the Spiritual Law. Although it was written 20 years ago, her words ring true today. It is time for change. Divine discontent is entering people's hearts. The mass consciousness on earth is changing so that people are no longer satisfied with need and greed. We want a better way of living. To achieve this, we are asked to learn the rules, work together and clean up our game. Collectively, we are in the process of moving to a higher dimension. When we follow the spiritual laws, we are able to reach enlightenment. We experience a feeling of oneness and live in love, compassion and trust. And in the Book of Joy, Archbish Archbishop Desmond Tutu reminds us that basic human nature is good. So this can give us some courage and self-confidence. Too much focus on self leads to fear insecurity and anxiety. We are not alone. We are part of a whole generation that is the future of humanity. This should give us a sense of courage and purpose in life. And in the same book, the Dalai Lama tells us that the ability to laugh at the absurdity of our prejudices and our hatreds allows everyone to communicate more honestly and compassionately with each other. There is an evolutionary role for laughter and humor in managing the anxiety and stresses of the unknown. So laugh at yourself, it's all about humility. And I could quote from these books all day. There's so much wisdom. Thank you so much, Sheridan, that was really lovely. Um, it, it's amazing the amount of knowledge and how many books you've actually read and, and what you can remember and all the knowledge that you have. So I am, I am in awe of that. Um, so tell me a little bit, where would you like to see this book club in, where would you like to take this going forward? I know that it's on YouTube and I know you share it with people in um, the, uh, the meditation group and that it's on a podcast. But is there something further? Can this develop into into something else as well? We, uh, I'll just leave that open for you to answer. 
Well, I'm not a, a dramatically ambitious person. So for me, it's all about reaching people. Um, and I think if I can do a little bit, I think it's our responsibility as individuals in this era particularly to take the responsibility to open up not only to ourselves, but also to others. So for me, um, I would love to be able to teach. So it's something that I would like to move forward with in, in that direction, to teach all about spirituality. How that would happen, I have absolutely no idea. That's something that, that we will discover as time goes on. But for the moment, I'm very, very happy to do the book club. I'm learning an awful lot, because to be able to teach, you have to learn. So for me, this is an amazing experience of learning, uh, realizing how much incredible knowledge and wisdom there is out there for us. And that has been out there for many, many years. This is not new. Um, it's new to me. And maybe it's new to some of the people that I'm uh, reading these books with. And of course, doing podcasts like this, a brilliant way for me to be able to share this experience with others. So yes, new technology, new ways of doing things, but it's all about sharing, sharing what I have and what others have um, with everyone. So I do have some messages though that I would like to share with your listeners. Yes, please do. I, oh, that was going on to my next question is what are what, any messages for our listeners or anything you'd like to say and reach out and, um, and just, you know, for your voice to be heard. Um, I think it's not just my voice, but it's also the voice of all these wonderful authors. Um, so what I would like to share with your listeners, several points. So first of all, we are multidimensional beings. Each of us is a spiritual being with a human body. To be who we truly are, we must go beyond the egoic mind, the psyche, as I said earlier. And we came to this life for a specific purpose for which we are equipped with deep values, each and every one of us, and that allow us to fulfill this purpose. But we forget this as we grow up. So to remember, we have to be prepared to go beyond our limiting beliefs the ideas we have learned from our cultures, from our families, to push past our emotional barriers. It is painful, but the reward is peace, love, compassion, which lie on the other side. The answer to every problem that we have is inside ourselves, not outside. Our goal in this life is to grow spiritually, to serve the world. So we are here at this point in time, during this global period of turbulence, to help raise global consciousness to a new level. A window of opportunity has opened now for spiritual growth, but the journey is a long one. So we do this by becoming the best version of ourselves. And how we do this is explained in every book in the book club. Find one that speaks to you and start your journey. And I would just like to finish with a passage from the wisdom of the ancient Toltecs, 
in the fifth agreement by Don Miguel Ruiz and his son Don Jose Ruiz. When you see a rose, open and beautiful, its very presence makes you feel wonderful. You don't need to tell yourself how wonderful that rose is. You can see all the beauty and romance of that rose. You smell the rose and the rose never says a word. You understand the message, but not the words. If you go to a forest, you see birds talking to birds and trees talking to trees. You can see the inner communication of everything around you, and it's amazing. There are messengers everywhere in this world, but have you ever thought about it? Have you ever noticed that since you arrived in this world, you've always been delivering a message? Even before you were born, when your mother became aware that she was pregnant, your message was there. Your parents could hardly wait for your arrival, for the moment of your birth. They knew that a miracle was happening, and as soon as you were born, you delivered the message right away with no words. They felt your presence. It was the birth of an angel, and the message was you. You were the message. And you still are the message. But you've been distorted by the reflection of other messengers. It's not the messenger's fault. It's not your fault. And in fact, it's nobody's fault. The distortion is perfect because only perfection exists. But when you grow up, you become aware and you can choose to deliver a different message. You can choose to become a better reflection of life by changing the language you speak. You can change the way you deliver a message, the way you communicate with yourself and with other people. Thank you. Thank you, Geraldine. That was really lovely. And I really appreciate you coming on and sharing, sharing the gems with us. Really, and um, if you could send me um, the links to some of these books, I'd love to include them. And obviously the links to your YouTube channel and um, your podcast, that'd be amazing. And then we can have them. And if anyone is interested in listening, they can follow you and follow your spiritual book club. I think that would be amazing. And they would find find so much because there are going to be people that really connect to this. Um, yeah. I'm very grateful and thank you so much. It's been an absolute pleasure, Amy. Thank you so much for inviting me and uh, allowing me to share my message. Absolutely. Absolutely. We'll hope to get you back on again soon. And uh, thank you all the listeners for tuning in to another episode with us. And um, we'll speak to you very soon. Take care. Bye bye.